This is the Momentum Podcast. Welcome. I'm so uh, excited today. My family and I have been on a four-week road trip, and this is our last day. We're in Marfa, Texas. It's actually kind of a cool little place that we're in here. Uh, it's not a hotel. It's like an Airbnb type place. And um, today's the last day. We're going back to Austin tomorrow. And so we made it. Tons of lessons and uh, insights about ourselves. I think we got closer as a family. We understand ourselves better as a family. I have some really intense insights um, and understandings and learnings from being around my daughters, like so up close and personal for, for a month that I'm sure I'll be sharing on a podcast soon um, and uh, in detail. And so I'm looking forward to like getting my thoughts together and being able to share that. But today I wanted to share a topic that we've been talking about a lot as a team. In fact, we've been talking about a lot, not just as a team, but with our membership. And, you know, we, we have a membership where we help entrepreneurs grow and scale businesses. And the way we show entrepreneurs how to grow and scale businesses is to offload, to delegate, to stop doing everything. And there's this concept that we share with our members that coaches never take the field. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. If you look at any professional sports organization, coaches don't ever take the field. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we want to accomplish more. We want to do more. We want to be able to make a massive contribution. And there's this concept that I share with entrepreneurs like you and I, called the contribution gap. And it's it, it's this gap between how much we wanna contribute, what we wanna put out in the world, the change we wanna make, and the infrastructure we have around us. And that infrastructure is always lacking. It's never right where we want it to be. Now, I want you to know something. I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. I don't think any of us ever get to the point where it's like, yes, I'm making the contribution line. I'm doing everything that I wanna be able to be doing. There's always something more. There's always a drive. There's always a restless agitation to do better, to do more, to help more people. However, when that contribution gap is really big, that's where we start having some issues as entrepreneurs. Let's get real. When we're when there's a huge contribution gap, we start judging ourselves. We start having some behavioral issues. We start procrastinating, having a hard time getting stuff done. We uh, we judge ourselves. We look down on ourselves. We get to a place where our orientation is not confident. And so I want to help you shrink that contribution gap. And here's one of the reasons that I think that most entrepreneurs don't have the help they need. They don't have the infrastructure around them they need. And here it is. Are you ready for it? We take the field too often. And here, let me define that. Let me explain what I mean by that. 
we hear about it in our events. I hear about it in the language of entrepreneurs. I'll talk to them and I'll say, okay, so tell me what, what was it that, that, you know, so tell me, why are you doing this instead of a team member? And I hear stuff like, well, I had a team member. I was training her how to do it. And then the problem was I just had to jump in and get it done for her because she was having a hard time. And, or I'll hear, well, you know, this is this thing that I've tried to show a couple of people how to do and they, they just weren't able to do it. So now I keep doing it. And, you know, those sound like valid reasons to keep doing something. Those sound like valid reasons to continue to do the same thing. But here's the issue for us as entrepreneurs. I actually took some notes here. It, you know, oh, I just missed something. So, so the third thing that I often hear is, so why are you doing this? Well, because I'm faster and better. I'm faster at it. I'm better at it. When I let my team do it, they're slower. They don't do it as well. And so I'm just going to do it. And so regardless of which ones those you, you, of those you choose, like I jump in, I'm faster, I'm better, I do it for my team. When you take the field as an entrepreneur, when you start tactically doing something you've assigned to somebody else as an entrepreneur, you undo any delegation you've had there. And here's this cascade of issues that you create. You actually get to a place where you are disempowering your team. You're making them feel less confident. You're making them feel like the rugs pulled out from under them because you're doing it for them. And here's, here's this statement that I'll make, and I want you to, to internalize this, and I want you to like use this as a mantra when you're delegating. It doesn't matter if you're faster or better. I tell myself that all the time. It doesn't matter if I'm faster or better at this. First, there's probably stuff that you're faster and better at in your business, but as your business grows, the things that you believe are fa you're faster and better at are going to get smaller and smaller, and that's what we want. We want a whole team full of people who can do stuff faster than we can and better than we can. However, if you get stuck in this orientation of I'm faster, I'm better, so I'm going to keep doing it, that means you are committing to perpetually being the person who's on the field doing everything. And as an entrepreneur, that's not where you want to be. As an entrepreneur, you want to be able to clear your plate. You want to be able to get as much stuff away from you as you can. You want to be able to give yourself as much time as you can. And it's not just you as an entrepreneur. This morning, Katie and I got on a call with Haley, who is our director of operations, extraordinary entrepreneur on our team. And we were talking to Haley. I want her clearing her plate. I want her to get everything delegated away from her so that as our director of operations, she's checked in. She's doing what she needs to do. She's working strategically. She's working at a very high level. She's not just tactically executing. So this isn't just for you and me. It's actually as we build a leadership team, we want to teach the people around us how to do this as well. And so... Here's this, this mindset shift that I think that this requires is that delegation takes commitment to delegation and commitment to behavioral change. And here's what I mean by those two things. First, commitment to delegation means it doesn't matter if you're faster or better. You stick with the person. You coach them. You show them. You bring them along. You train them. You, you help them duplicate your decision making so that they're making a decision like you would. And so you're actually making the commitment. So delegation takes commitment and it takes the time to actually do that. And then there's this behavioral change. And here's the behavioral change I want you to think about. I want you to think about yourself as a coach. So when somebody on your team comes to you and says, hey, how do I do this? The question you should be asking is, I don't know, how would you do it? And have them develop the solution, coach the solution, support them, but do not tactically take the field. When we build the discipline to stay on the sidelines, which I know is so crazy for entrepreneurs, because what do we want to be as entrepreneurs? We want to be in the game. We want to be on the field. We want to be making things happen. But as we mature and grow and we evolve as entrepreneurs and we build a team and we have an organization and an infrastructure around us, our job is to coach from the sidelines. 
other than the tactical things that we do that we are responsible for in our company. And now let me explain that. that now, I want you to understand, I'm, I'm doing something tactical right now. I'm recording this video for you. So on my job description in my company, it includes recording Facebook Lives. It includes recording our content. It includes high-level strategic marketing, high-level strategic content. It includes the things that I do for our company. But outside of the things that are on my job description, I stay off the playing field. I stay on the sidelines and I coach. And here's what happens. When you stay on the sidelines and you coach, you develop the people around you, which means they get better at what they're doing. They actually evolve in what they're doing. They learn more. They're allowed to learn more. You get out of the way so that they can learn more. When you coach, the people around you duplicate your decision-making. I have been on a one-month road trip. <laughs> I never thought I would do anything like this in my life. And I've had probably three or four check-ins with my team, but I have not had daily contact. This was about family. This was about me, Katie, Reagan, and Kennedy getting to know each other better, spending time together, having fun, going and doing really cool stuff. It was not about checking in with the team every day. So, so we didn't do that. And here's what I know, even though we've been gone for a month, is that the decisions Katie and I would have made, for the most part, they've been made in the right direction because that's how our team works. And even though we haven't been here, our team, our business, the projects, the things that we're doing have all advanced and been accomplished. And even though I haven't been here, I know that from a leadership standpoint, the, the leadership team we have in place has kept our team motivated and excited and moving forward. And here's why we are able to leave for a month and have near 100% absolute confidence that for the most part, things were done right. Actually, I have 100% confidence for the most part, things were done right. There might be a few things here and there that we would have done differently or we would have discussed. But here's why I can do this. I stay off the field. I don't cause confusion with my team. I don't empower them and then immediately disempower them by doing it for them. I coach and I answer questions and I help duplicate decision making, but I do not take the field. And... It has created this environment where Katie and I can have a business that pays us extraordinarily well and have a team that is incredible of some of the most talent, not some of the most talented collective team that I think I've ever worked with that, that in any business, the, and when I say talent collectively talented, I mean, they work together better than any team I've ever had in any business. And we haven't even been there. And so if you're ready to have a team that can truly support you, if you're ready to have a business that you don't have to be there every day to make sure that it's going in the right direction. And if you're ready to expand and grow and make the contribution you're really ready to make, this is a tough one. But other than the specific things your team needs you to do, stay off the field, coach from the sidelines, empower your team, and you'll get there. Thanks for being here with me. I appreciate you spending this time here. Do me a favor. Let me know where you're watching this from. I would really appreciate it. Just put a, put a comment um, somewhere, put a comment below and let me know. And if you are ready to start coaching from the sidelines, if you're ready to build an empowered team that duplicates your decision-making, if you want to have the opportunity to take time off, to leave your business, to do the things that you want to do, go to billionairecode.com. It's billionaire code. And at billionairecode.com, you can download the billionaire code, which is a nine level matrix that shows you all the steps you go through to go from zero to a hundred million dollars as an entrepreneur. You can also download the billionaire code decoded our ebook on the billionaire code that will explain the concept to you. And if you're ready, 
Here's the exciting part. You can sign up for a call with one of our coaches, the same coaches that deliver our products. We don't have salespeople. They will get on a call with you, have a one hour complimentary coaching call to help you understand where you are, what your business needs. And if we can help, we will explain how. Go to billionairecode.com. We're looking forward to connecting with you. And remember, if you want a team that works when you're not there, that duplicates your decision-making, that grows and evolves fast enough to support your company, stay off the playing field and you'll get there. Remember, billionairecode.com. We look forward to seeing you. And thanks again for being here today.